And the ad-libs are so extra. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. We're done with the world. This is who we are. Kind of like, it's just like, whoa, okay, okay. It makes my heart race more that like not in a good way do you know what i mean like it's not like i'm like chilling doing work and then that song comes on and it like adds stress to my life <laughs> viewer discretion is advised your fave will be criticized that's shan that's Chris, and this is cctv the non-stop pop show and it's time for a pop-off battle between the jyp boy group Looking for an awesome global pop music podcast? Well, Shan and I have the inside scoop with extensive experience performing on stage and working at record labels. We review and deep dive into your favorite artists, songs, and careers, analyzing all the creative and business decisions along the way. And you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cctvpops and become a part of our amazing crew, including Lily, Lisette, Emily, and Juliet. Subscribe now and let's explore the world of pop music together. Mm-hmm. And if you're new here, Pop-Up is a segment here on CCTV where we take some tracks, compare the songs, videos, and performances, and pick our favorites in each category. Then each choose an ultimate winner. And of course, Pop-Off is meant for pure fun, so don't take it too seriously. Actually, come join us and let us know in the comments what wins for you. All right. Mm -hmm. So today, we're heading to JYP, which is one of Korea's biggest music companies. And we're discussing the debut title tracks of their three boy groups 2pm got seven and stray kids so let's get, let's get ready, ready. Drum roll. round one all right first in the ring is 2pm with jom 10 out of 10 player one written and produced by jyp park jin young himself it was released in 2008 ah yes mm-hmm. so the first round is all about the song itself Yes. So. And this is peak second gen K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this song has, I don't know if it's stood the test of time in terms of like sonic quality, production quality, but in terms of memorableness and just nostalgia, it definitely stuck. I forgot how I first heard the song. Maybe during like a variety show or something, I just saw people going like this or something. But for the longest time, I thought again and again was the group's debut because I found yeah. them by way of J.Y. Uh, or J. Park when he went solo. I didn't even know he was in this group until I like deep dived. But yeah, I remember that heartbeat was my first foray into this group, and it's crazy to see like how like intense they got starting out from this very like uh, almost cheesy kind of approach to, <laughs> to you know, uh, I guess not even a love song like a debut like this. This kind of debut was very typical back then where you talked about like a loved one or something that you want to be with or something like that. It wasn't like how it is now where it's like, this is who I am making a stand. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that. that yeah. You know? um, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I you could totally hear the JYP style. Like, oh my God, he literally got seven of himself. Is it seven? Shoot. Wow. Let me say yeah, seven. Seven of himself. <laughs> seven selves. And just, oh my God, his singing style is just so am. I'm not saying it's terrible, but it's one of those things where it's just like, the JYP write the song? Especially when you hear like <laughs> Woo Young singing or something like that. It's just like, oh, he's like a baby JYP. But yeah, I think, oh, God, with the raps. God, you know, and those ad-libs at the end, they are so him. Um, it's nice that this song kind of has like this little like interesting mix between like, I guess like this little fake rock situation and then like, <laughs> 
hip hop and stuff because JYP was really interested in like R&B and hip hop, but K-pop wasn't as global as it is now, but you can hear him kind of like throwing that in with the vocal stylings. And he is so lucky, so lucky that he has Jinsu and Junho as like main and lead vocals because at least they have tones that are distinct and don't sound like Woo Young, who sounds like uh, JYP sometimes. And then Chen Sung, excuse me, who wasn't that good of a singer. <laughs> You know, and then you have two other rappers. So, like I said, like the 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 organization of this group is very interesting, and I do not know where he was coming from. But I mean, eh, what can you do? I will say the lyrics are probably like the most interesting part. Yes, what do you think? The song has a level of thirst that's a little bit more than I would like. But there's this one line I really should. It's a couple, um, but this one line where it goes, "My eyes don't look away. It makes no sense. This is dirtier than those animations." And I was like, I, I get that you're talking about the girl's body, but why are you comparing her to like Japanese, not even Japanese, but like at the time, I guess that was really popular, like the anime, the dirty animation. So I'm like, why is that in your lyrics? <laughs> yeah, it is really interesting, right? K-pop used to be way, not dirtier, but at least just more forward. Like now it's so clean. Yeah, no, you're or, so like, right, they actually. attempt to make it seem really clean, even when there are still songs that are clearly about not as clean things. But back then it was, and, it, you know, we'll get into it more with, like, the video and stuff. But, like, they yeah. were very open about their sexuality, <laughs> I feel like. Oh, my gosh, you're so right. Like, talking yeah. to women wasn't going to turn into this whole, like, you know, DEFCON 1 situation. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, I don't, I don't see how a bunch of... Got like douchey guys singing lyrics like this is appealing to young girls, but apparently it works, you know. But I personally just I don't fully get that, and we see more of this as we get into other songs too. But like, anyway, yeah, I also haven't heard this in years. I also discovered 2 p.m. a little later on, right? Like more 2010, 2011. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't around in the K pop fandom for their debut, so I also heard this retrospectively. <laughs> And I don't like it, <laughs> to be very like, clear. So much, so much, so much. I will say, though, that's very, very catchy. <laughs> like, I think the whole chorus is fun. Like, it is asking yeah. for crowd participation. Like, I'm sure it's fun in their concerts to have everyone oh, yeah. chanting that. And I do appreciate kind of what you were saying, where it is just a little sillier also. It's a little lighter. It's not that yeah. intense. It's just kind yeah. of like a bunch of young guys being douchey. Like an elevator, like the chance. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The production, though, I actually do think it's fun. I yeah. like the little vocal loop. I like the really over-the-top synths because that's just so JYP, you know? <laughs> and yeah, the fake guitars, of course, add that kind of weird rock element to it, too. I just think it's fun and neat, it you is, know? Yeah. It's JYP. He's, like, yeah. always just so extra with everything. yeah. He's kind of camp at times. And so yeah, I'm just it, like, is yes, this serious? <laughs> he's very camp. And I find it fun. That's what made K-pop so fun to get into back then. Yeah. Because it was so different from kind of yeah. what we were listening to. Like now, you know, it's a little more like you can hear the influences very clearly on the current Western music. Yeah, Western but back demo? then, it was like a few years late, right? Like oh, it'd yeah. be like, you yeah. hear influences from songs from like five to ten years prior in the Western world. So... Yeah. For the vocals, <laughs> I agree with you about JYP is just vocal styling or, or vocal preferences, I guess. Because he it is, you're right, like Woo Young, right, is a perfect example of everything. Because it either gets very breathy 
or it gets very throaty, or it's a mixture of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. But, you know, I think they do a good job with what they were given. Like, there is mm-hmm. a lot of range shown oh my God. kind of in yeah. the song. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a lot of attitude in it. There's confidence in there. Like, I think they execute it well without it being too cheesy because it is very cheesy but it's not so cheesy that it gets like super annoying in that way and the ad-libs are so extra i love it (laughs) (laughs) they get so much fun (laughs) you know again i blame jyp and also shout out to nick coon for being like the like the tie member you know oh my god that bridge is hilarious yeah which makes me laugh when the horns come out of nowhere yeah what it's those horns man yeah you know what at the end of the day it's not for me this song Yes. But it's fun. Like, I, I understand what it's going for. Yes. It hasn't aged very well, but it's a yeah. fun start. It's fun to watch them back now I'll that cry. we know kind of where they grew up to be. So, <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know what's so funny? Side note, I blame Beyonce for those horns. I was saying she did that with the oh, crazy love. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. I will say, though, JYP, at least not so much, I think, with the newer groups and stuff, but back then, he was kind of also known to like cast mainly for looks as well, right? Oh, I thought you know the running joke I thought was was like he doesn't really cast for looks. It's more of an SM thing. But you know, now that I think about it, you're right. SM was more vocally, and then yeah. JYP was vocals, and then somehow like they switched or not switched, but like now you can be like, oh, that's an SM face, or like JYP is like, oh, they're nice looking, but they're really talented. So it's like. <laughs> It's kind of no JYP was more looks back then. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense so, yeah. vocals too. <laughs> That's what I mean. Because at the end no. of the day, like, yes, there are some, you know, like, you know, there are decent singers in here, but not all of them are very musically talented, but they're a very good looking group, like as a yeah. whole. So yeah. you kind of see what they are going for. Ooh, I guess. This is true. As um, speaking of a good looking group, so go on to the next player. Hmm. Yes, player two, we have got seven with girls, girls, girls. Mm, I can't even sing it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I can't even sing it. Awful. <laughs> sorry, the spoiler. Player two. So Girls, Girls, Girls was also written and produced by JYP. And this was released in January of 2014. So we're now six years after 2 p.m. Oh, yeah. Almost. Yeah. Or, yeah, five and a half. Yeah. And I remember really hating this when it came Get out. Get out of here, crying. I hated it why why did you hate this chris <laughs> it's back to kind of the same thing like i don't i don't see why a bunch of douchey cocky guys is appealing in any way like that's just not my thing it's the confidence you know yeah, it's like but this yeah. one takes it to a whole other level like at least <laughs> with the 2 p.m one there was kind of a silliness to it yeah. this one isn't they're taking themselves so seriously in this like they're literally like i'm effing amazing all the girls love me period and there's like no, like, there's no joke there. Like, there's no like irony there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's literally like nothing to bring that back to a humble level at all. Like, it's literally just I'm girls awesome. love me. Period. Big dot. Big yeah. Dot. <laughs> yeah. Production wise, it is interesting. We just said JYP at the time we kind of take influences from Western music years prior to that and this one yeah. you can hear like the Timbaland kind of yeah. influence there with that beat like you could easily hear like Nelly Furtado singing that like female vocal loop in the back do you know what I mean I'm in it's from that time it fits in with like the promiscuous so like that it sounds like um, kiss me through the phone that... oh. 
So I, I have I have both my I have like a pop song of the at that, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also kissing through the phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That singular synth that runs through the production though is kind of annoying. Like it's really Yeah, like really grates in the ear. And yeah, the melody overall I just find it kind of annoying. What the how does the chorus go? How does the post-chorus go? Oh, 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 yeah, over and over again. I'm just like, okay, like, ugh. that was JYP's lazy hip hop phase again. This is just not for me. The most interesting part of the song is probably when the drums switch up for that last kind of rap moment for Bam Bam and I think Mark for those yes. last two rap verses. Yes. That's when I'm kind of, that oh. kind of piqued my interest a little bit. But yeah, this is not for me. There are much better Got Seven songs. I'm crying. So I remember this came out. I was like, definitely not super young, but I was like just out of high school. <laughs> Any hoodle doodle. Oh my goodness, I was obsessed. <laughs> I was obsessed. Um, obsessed enough, enough to buy the album. I should have brought my album out for this review. It was like a chocolate tin. The way the album was, like the packaging. It's a plastic star. Uh, the same with their old logo and you could open it it was like a plastic tin i'm like what if, uh, a chocolate tin and i was like what the heck is going on but i was so happy i wasn't happy i got a bam bam card though no offense he was just too young he was my bias anyway this song is a lot less thirsty and it was more about the riz of a young stud you know uh, like i said i think the whole confidence of having someone be like yeah i get girls whatever someone not caring and being nonchalant that was very much like a very cool style before the whole age of no you're worth everything yet like me, I don't really like guys like this, but there are a batch of people in the world, male, female, they, them, whomever, who like people who don't give a flying F whether or not they exist and they want that person's attention. <laughs> yeah. So this song is very healthy. Song, <laughs> and abs- yeah, I was never, I was never the time. I'm like, he doesn't like me. I don't, it sounds like torture. Uh, but some people do like that whole, like, oh, I'm going to get this. Like the chase is interesting to them. And I think this approach was better because it made them sound like, you know, young young women's or young whomever's kryptonite because it was just like <laughs> the girls 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 they love me a lot of the lines in this song are very see my thing is i like when men talk about how confident they are maybe because i just you know with the hip-hop thing i kind of just grew up with like hearing that it was with, with pop music it was more like okay you broke my heart or like i want you for who you are but with the hip-hop it was like i'm gonna get this girl i'm gonna get that girl ah, ah, ah. and that was the vibe here with this for sure like the whole swag era Jesus, have mercy. Ugh. I'm glad it died as soon as it did. But during this time, with three Western, quote unquote Western, three like more Westernized members, JYP was definitely like trying to hop on it. Like the ne look, ne style, ne swagger. Like JB saying that his. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, at the time, it was okay. Looking back, hindsight. I know that like, they look back on this the way that Nui's look at sleep talking where they're just like, oh, my God, what the hell are we doing? You know? And then this one line that JB has and he goes like, this girl, that girl, uh, like every like all day, like all day. He's just dealing with girls all the time. Now, not the greatest thing ever to hear, <laughs> but, you know, it was just confident. And like you said, the rap section was probably the best one because, A, the raps got way better. And I'm not sure if JYP wrote them himself. If he did, he definitely got better. Congratulations. If he didn't, thank God for stepping aside. But I think at the time, having two-tone rappers were really cool. Like having a high-tone and a low-tone rapper was like the trend at the time. And it's cool because I remember hearing 
Bam Bam's like, oh, wow, his his flow was really cool. You know, it kind of has like a little triplet. So they like the Migos kind of trap style. And then you had Mark who had the deeper voice. Like this is before Felix. At the time, the hoes went crazy. Okay. I'm not saying people are hoes, but I'm just saying the like, girls were going crazy. Like, oh my God, his voice is so deep. Like, so yeah. And I think the way, the way the production is going, there's a, oh, oh Mana, I, if I'm not mistaken, it is a sample from Wonder Girl. Which is kind oh. of giving it that more hip hop kind of feel that he was going for. So I appreciate the kind of callback That's cool. to that. And the, oh my gosh, like, the boys are so hot. Oh, oh, Mana. Oh, the boys are so cute. Oh, oh, Mana. But simplistically speaking, like, the, the I mean, just lyrically speaking, the, the song is really simple in terms of melody. But it lets you know who the boys were and, like, what, what kind of approach we're going to be taking. Like, we're good-looking guys. And you know it. We know it. Get on the board. But mm. you're saying, no, I'm not getting on board, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. Oh, we didn't really talk about the vocals. First off, it is interesting to hear Jackson mm. sing. And oh, yeah. not in his, like, super husky kind of, like, thick oh, yeah, tone he that he has right now. now. That yeah, thing yeah, right yeah. here. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole vocal production of it, it's interesting to hear the progression from 2PM because you can obviously oh, yes. still hear that kind of throaty breathiness that I was just mentioning <laughs> yeah. for 2PM. Yeah. But the way it's produced, it's more like, I don't know what it is with the way JYP songs were produced at the time. Like it was very... I'm thinking, keep going. It feels not that cross. I don't know what I don't know what the right word oh, is. Oh, I know Do what you know what I'm mean. trying to say? You know what I noticed? I think when you sing like that, what ends up yeah. happening, even when I'm doing it now, looking at my interface, it's like, stop, I'm going to peak. When you have high vocals and pushy vocals like that, you know how much mixing and adjusting that you have to do to make sure that it sounds good with the track? So I think because these guys could actually sing, I remember like, duh, was it JJ Project? I didn't know Janelle was going to be singing. Him singing, his voice is so much smoother as a singer than it is a rapper. He ends up yeah. screen rapping, but when he sings, it's smoother. And then JB has like a very... Larry voice already so it's kind of like it just it sounded a lot more smoother and not like hey we had to process this song all the way down right right right. you know like i feel like a lot of these guys were a little bit more pop hip-hop influenced as opposed to like the r&b like jinsu was definitely like yes was, like you know oh gosh it's not as like soulful like yeah. i don't know if that's the right word uh but yeah, yeah. not as soulful as 2 p.m yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah this one was a bit more pop maybe yeah maybe that is what it is that it was kind of more just like kind of straightforward with yeah with, with how they were saying it so anyway <laughs> i was like trying to figure it out look at us this is what the show's about you know talking about not just the music but the mixing and all that other good stuff i love our show so on to our final contestant straight kids their debut song is district nine player three done by sriracha aka Bangtan, Changbin, and Han, along with Trippy, and it was released in 2018. And it is noted that Stray Kids did release Elevator as a pre debut track in January 2018. But since the entire mixtape release is noted as a pre debut release, we're going to count District 9 as the official debut track, which I am so for because I did not like Elevator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you like District 9, though? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I won't say no. Yeah. And because literally, <laughs> I did not hear the song until like a week of us deciding when we're going to do this. Ed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because what ended up happening, I heard Elevator, and I forgot what other group was out at the time. I think it was like 17 Monster X, but I got into 17 around this time. So I was like, Monse, Monse, Monse. Yeah, I was over there in like Carrot Land. So now coming back and listening to it retrospectively, what an upgrade 
yeah. what an upgrade. I mean, they had Day Six in between, and unfortunately, Day Six is an actual band and not a, like a boy band, like an actual boy band and not a boy group like this, traditionally speaking. So we can't really talk about them. But I liked Day Six, so I was already kind of like not really paying attention to these guys anyway. And they were made on a show that I wasn't going to watch, but I kind of like regret not watching the show because like. I saw clips of it and I was like, these guys are actually really talented. And seeing yeah. that Sriracha worked on the music, it's actually pretty not, it's not bad. They knew what was popular at the time. The song is catered to the voices that are involved. And from what I saw, like from watching like an episode, a couple episodes of the Stray Kid like series, Chen and a lot of and other Sriracha members, they know their teammates. And so like the song doesn't feel like JYP wrote it and had to figure out and cherry pick who could sing what parts. It was more like, Okay, Hyunjin, you're really good at this. You're really intense. We want you for the first verse. You know, Felix, he wants you for the post-chorus. You know, like everyone kind of yeah. had a role to play. And that was, uh, at the time, I think when three, third gen was coming around, was more popular to have self-produced idols like Seventeen and stuff like that. So it's cool to kind of see them be so young and actually know how to make themselves sound good. So Elevator for me, I didn't care for. But this, I was like, okay. I respect it. And it's so funny, like I said back before, like the unseriousness of like, Hey girl, I want to have it with you to like, hey girl, you want to have it with me to we're done with the world. This is who we are. <laughs> kind of like, it's just like, whoa, okay, okay. I love the switch because it, it, it's nice to kind of see K-pop, even though it was fun and lighthearted, also start to take itself a little bit seriously because here in the West, we had Lord and, you know, a lot of these like broken down kind of pop music trends were going on. So it pop became a lot more serious. We, we stayed in that bag and it upsets me. But at least over there, they were still kind of like pushing the boundaries with the EDM and the seriousness. So you could at least have a little bit of like a head bop moment while you're fighting the power. But yeah, I, I appreciate what they're doing. It's It sounds rebellious. It set them apart from the predecessors really well. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like in terms of like debut quality, it is a little bit on the side of where Day6 was. When Day6 came out, I liked them. I was like, okay, this is cool. Or like when I hear their debut song, I'm like, I like them. But I will say... The song is a little bit like repetitive, except in the second verse, which is crazy because I'm like, this is where you, you know, could kind of like probably use the same beat, but I guess it kind of just falls away for the rappers. The bridge breaks away, break, breaks down to like, it's a little bit more quiet too. I appreciate that. But then you get to that last chorus and it's just like, I heard this already. You had a guitar in it. Why didn't you play with the guitar more? Where's my main vocal? What? Yeah, yeah. Something. Give me something that feels like. With the song, like it breaks out as a cathartic moment. Vocally, they all sound pretty decent. Woo Jin, now looking back on it and him not being in the group anymore, for some reason, for me, listening to him sonically, he does not fit in certain parts so. of the song. Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, not like he doesn't fit like in the group, but I feel like maybe he's underutilized for that one section of the song because he would have been great for that yeah moment I'm talking about. Mm. Um, I probably am just talking out my butt. I didn't really listen to the full album, much less to this one single. But yeah, not a bad song, decent debut. I'm off my soapbox now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard. To, it is hard to compare because, yeah. you know, first off, K-pop changed so much. Like, it's it was kind of fun listening to yeah. these three songs right after the other because it's kind of jarring what happened in those 10 years. Yeah, man. It's a little hard to compare because obviously the production value improved quite a lot. JYP did step back from the writing, so now he's oh, not yeah. involved in this at all. I mean, he was an executive producer, quote unquote, so he they don't gave have that his handicap. final approval. But yeah, right. he didn't like right. do more than that. Um, and, and so it's 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 different listening to this than the other two, so that makes it a little tough to do a, a direct comparison. 
I will say in general, Stray Kids for me has also been quite divisive. Wow, I'm like not a JYP fan. Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm like being such a mean bird. I'm so mean about all these songs. You're not being mean. It's real. It's but truthful. You this know? is my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. my personal opinion. But uh, having seen Straight Kids live and having seen their progression as well, they've grown on me as a group quite a lot. So, and they've really refined their sound, right? Like, I think we've said that with these latest songs. Like, they've really learned how to make it, like, really interesting and yes. appeal to a lot of different people. And even more so use their member strengths really, really well. And But it is kind of cool hearing that they were able to do that so well, even from their first yeah. song. Because I do agree with that. I think the thing with this, and obviously Stray Kids, even from the very beginning, they had the word noisy associated with their music. And you can kind of hear why with this song, because it's very powerful. Like it hits hard from the second it starts. It's super dramatic. But the issue with that is then there's nowhere for it to go. Go, There's no build. There's no build because it starts at a 10. And it's like, it can only go down and back to a 10. So that's why I think you mentioned that final chorus not really hitting. That's probably why, because it's like... The dynamics start just so like, yeah. Yeah, and that, honestly, I think everything except that synthy post-chorus breakdown thing is really good. <laughs> that synthy part is annoying. Yeah. That's where it loses me. And that whole, I watch out, or whatever they, you oh. know, I was just like, Ugh. like, it's just not nice to the ears. It's just, again, not, the, not for me, because, like, that paired with, like, Felix's, like, very low, like, oh, yeah. stuff. I understand what they were going for, but it's just not something I uh-huh. would listen to. Like, it makes my heart race more that, like, not in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm, like, chilling, doing work, and then that song comes on, and it, like, adds stress to my life. Like, it's no, not yeah, like no, it's, it's, like, like, a calming it aggravates experience. aggravates your body a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not something I can, like, like happily bop to like it's just so intense you know i agree i will say i agree with you again that the vocal dynamic is really good the rap flows are very good like across all the members each of them are super super unique and that's really what keeps it interesting the whole time because the actual chorus and stuff is just kind of okay (laughs) like where it's at so yeah i think it is a solid debut like especially yes. knowing kind of where they went as well right like it kind of makes sense it's not a bad song but they've just done so much better since then no you're so right i think it is just a matter of just being solid improving worth as opposed to like this is iconic yeah you know? yeah, yeah so it's mm-hmm. much appreciated i will say it's interesting because i'm pretty sure and fans sure. you guys can correct me please if i'm wrong but or across all three of these groups, really, because from my understanding, none of these three songs actually did very well. Like none of these three were the breakthrough song for these groups. Like it would be a couple singles in or even the next single, maybe because it was again and again right after this for 2 p.m. I, think I don't so, remember yeah. the order, but like, yeah, it, these songs were not the successful ones, you know, like they were just yeah. the intro. So that's interesting. Like this isn't a, an SM situation where it's like replay is still like one of the hugest shiny no, right. songs and like you well, know like with the girl groups like itsy winning number one and then yeah right, right. wannabe yeah yeah yeah. like it's just it, yeah, yeah so it's interesting like none of these were are, are known as these groups best the white at all white so. girls be struggling you know they be the girl groups come out they're like ah, instant love like i don't know what that is <laughs> the girls i'm here for the girlies all right what was and wonder also- girls debut single again uh it was irony they didn't win for that oh no i didn't like that song either irony oh, yeah, okay. There was just a bit more of a trajectory back then for K-pop. Anyway, we're done with round one. The song. Oh, yeah. What wins for you? 
Oh, damn. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. I'm stuck between nostalgia and actual, like... Song quality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like, understand, I understand. You know what? I'm going to go with Girls, Girls, Girls. When it came out, it was not terrible. Like I think it was mildly decisive for, like, older fans. They're yeah. Like, what the hell am I listening to? But for me, I feel like the song did what it needed to do. The raps were pretty solid. It was in that sweet spot of, like, knowing who the guys were. Because, like, with, with, with Straight Kids, you know who they are with with their parts of the song. But with God 7's debut, you knew who they were personality-wise, like, instantly because of the way they delivered and the way they mm-hmm. performed and, like, the way they sang it or whatever. I get more personality from the way they sing than I do with Straight Kids. Straight Kids, I feel like they're angry at me. Love it, but it just doesn't <laughs> feel like my favorite <laughs> song, you know? Um, but, yeah. yeah, what song do you, what do you do? You had unfavorable reviews. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any of these. I guess if I had to choose one to listen to yeah. right now, yeah, I would probably choose Stray Kids. Well, I'm surprised that you wouldn't do. Yeah. I would, you know, uh, while, you're, while you're working. <laughs> now on to round two. Round two. And this is the music video portion of our show. All right. So now we have first. Yeah, you know, ten out of that, ten. Boy, <laughs> okay. I feel like obviously this concept yeah. has not aged very well. So like, it's kind of unfair to judge it just on that because back then, yeah. you know, like this was okay. You know, to have these guys like objectifying this woman <laughs> like while they're at work and stuff. Like, it's all just a little gross. I would you say know, it is. Like, I'm not giving them a pass. But I've done it when I'm working someplace. I see him really hot. We're all just like, mm, he's fine. I mean, I you know think that's saying? natural like, to do, to be Yeah, fair. that's why I feel like it's okay-ish. I just think like Yeah, but this wouldn't shots. be okay now. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, this wouldn't be okay now. I will say I did see an interview with Gina, who is, you know, one of the cameo guests, uh, stars in this music video. And she said that she, I think someone asked her, like, was this an awkward music video shoot? And she was like, no, it was fun. And, like, it was, like, her debut single, so they were excited, and, like, it was a good time. So that's good to hear that she wasn't like, okay, like, these cameras are zooming in on my everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My cleavage everywhere. My elbow um, cleavage, my, yeah. my, my back cleavage. <laughs> I will say what this video does well, though, is it does kind of make the guys seem kind of like losers, which... Approachable, like... Like, like they're, they're good-looking, yeah. but they're also, yeah. like, kind of losers. So then that balance works like all those awkward moments when they wake up from their when from these delusions and stuff and they're like flapping each other and stuff that kept it fun and light mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to just pervy yeah 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 <laughs> creepy's good too the dance scene is so funny that tin oh foil fan situation at oh the, the pop tart baked yeah. potato room yeah oh man it's so classic <laughs> second gen k-pop um, so that I just feel nostalgic whenever I see a, a a scene like that. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, you know, I think people forget that, like, especially with Jay Park, that was still there. Like, all the breakdancing stuff was so him cool and extra oh. at the time. Oh, true, you know? true. But that was him though. Like, he was a b boy yeah. from Seattle, and like, yeah, 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 crazy. They're like, you are. But that focus. really set them apart at the time. <laughs> yes. And so those scenes really do stand out they're very impressive like all the breakdancing stuff we'll talk more about it in the choreo but obviously it's featured in the video so but yeah you know what at the end of the day i think they balanced it well i'm not gonna judge it on like a gross concept because again at the time it was like fine so i'm crying yeah i didn't i didn't have that in my mind like at the time at the time but now i think about it. i think 
because I grew up with movies like Shallow Hal or something like that. I think I'm okay with that kind oh, of like. Wow, Shallow Hal. Haven't you know, thought about that one in a while. <laughs> I know. I, I just thought of it just now as we, I just accepted it. But if you haven't seen Shallow Hal, the premise is this man is a shallow man. He dates a bunch of like hot girls and then like he gets like this weird manifestation spell put on him and he sees a woman for how beautiful she is on the inside. And I will say nothing else about that. But movies like that were the trends. So I think this was like one of those kind of things where it's just like, yo, if I could just have one second with this girl, I could make magic happen. But yeah, I do like the approach of everything. Like you said, these these cute question mark guys were like, oh, well, she's so hot. The fantasies are hilarious. I love Wu Young's when he's like sucking on Jinsu's finger. I think that's so funny because it's oh, like yeah. out of the world. Did you get your friend's finger in your mouth? Again, it's like that old 2000s, maybe like slight early 2010s humor in movies. I mean, granted, JYP at the time with their music videos were kind of sus anyway, but that's for another day. Check out our reels on CCTV Pops on all social media where I probably will drag him for that. But anyway, it was nice to see Gina because I remember around that time, like Gina was kind of like in JYP's like sheer or whatever. And like she went to do solo things and then you Ben's in the video too. And she ended up being in the Wonder Girls. So it's kind of nice to see like these cameo things. And what I like most about the video is like, not just like that they were awkward, but you could also kind of see that they were still young, still kind of fresh. And there was a charm about them where, because they were kind of seen as quote unquote beastly idols. They, with their little bird chests, you cannot convince me at this time that they were beastly idols. But like you said, the flipping, the, the, the machismo, the, it was just very much like hot guys with big bodies because they were all like five, ten and up, except Jay Park, who's like five. Sorry, Jay. And we're young because we're shorter. But it was nice to see young boys having fun. And there's like a naive crush feel to me as opposed to like just creepiness. So I think at the time it was just seen as like, oh, naive crush on girl, hot girl. Oh, my God, I'm going to marry her one day. You know, So I like the twist though that she ended up having a boyfriend. Good for her. Because. You know, why would she not have a boyfriend? She's fine as hell. <laughs> All right. Moving on to player two. Girls, girls, girls. And this concept is kind of like step up, right? Like it's these popular, cocky people. And they have an underground hangout where they dance. <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> where they dance. <laughs> no, you're still right. It's just like, this is a teen club like i went to a fashion show last night and i'm like there's music playing and no one was dancing i'm like this is not that makes life, sense but that's that's uh, what you'd I expect hate, i think yeah. i hate that i hate it so much <laughs> but yes girls what do you think about this video because you already don't like the song so i'm joking i'm totally joking <laughs> but you want me to go first um you know what yeah you can go for it because i'm very curious to know how you feel about it because i mean like the song is not the video you know how some videos make the song and one time we both were kind of like, you know, Exo's growl is just dancing, but it did what it needs to do. Mm. And it should have just been the video. How do you mm. feel about this one? Because it was just really just dancing and boys just being like boys. Mm. What do you yeah. think about it? Well, first off, shout out to Nyon and Dongyun. Yeah. That made their little cameos. Very cute. I will say that intro was too long, but it was cute to watch um, that. Uh, yeah. I do not think it's as effective as growl. That's an interesting comparison. You're right. I didn't think about that. I guess in in a way, I guess when it started, right, we see them in high school or whatever. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be like them. I don't know. Just being like cocky jocks in high school. So I'm glad it wasn't that. I'm glad it wasn't that. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I don't know. I'm I'm a little underwhelmed. I, I think because 
the dance routine, which we'll talk about in round three, is like just okay. In my opinion, it's not like Growl where it's like, yeah, super, super impressive and the musicality is like insane. And yeah. right. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, I think with this one, I think the boys did a really good job. Like all the facials and stuff, they they definitely have the confidence to pull off the lyrics because sometimes with these young boys sometimes you get when you when you're given lyrics like this like they can't really execute it right because they don't actually feel that <laughs> right oh my um, God, but in this case i think they they do a good job of it i think the double frame moments are fun i think those oh, are yeah. kind of the standout moments there but i do think <laughs> this one did need a bit more of a story i don't think the choreography uh, was strong enough to carry it just uh, as a music video yeah what do you think you know i'm trying not to let my reaction betray my actual notes I have to make a note of like the little details. So their yellow uniform is from the Seoul Performing Arts High School, which is like one of the most famous school for kids who are looking to make it. So I guess having them be like those hot boys in those specific uniforms kind of just like, wow, they go to performing arts school. What do they do after school? Because, you know, obviously they're not going to like a hagwon or like an academy to increase their academics. So where do they go? And it was this underground dance club. I'm telling you right now, the real life is not like that. Okay, the real this music video was a simulation of what I wish life was really like. Dance battles. Uh, can you imagine? Dance battling for like a seat on the bus. <laughs> wow. Any little doodle. My point is they were meant to kind of be like the, not the epitome, but like, I guess the epitome of like a cool kid at the time. And it was going to Souls Performing Arts. Um, and they're hotties. Like you can see their faces and you get the lineup. You get to kind of see like, ooh, who's that one? Because... In 2 p.m. today, you got the names. In this one, you just got faces. Mm. And also, shout out to you, Gim's forehead, because that's the last time we've ever seen this kid's forehead in this video. After that, it was just bang, 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 bangs. But yeah, shout out to his forehead. We haven't seen it. It's on milk cartons everywhere. Anyway, like you mentioned, Jonghyun and uh, Nayeon, they had a lot of girls from the 16 the reality show in mm. this. Mm. I always like that about K-pop. They kind of have like this cool, like... Thing where it's like we're going to use the talent we already have instead of hiring random random people from the street. But yes, this video, much like the song, it was it's part of the swag era. Oh my god, jeez Louise, the logos, the HBA, the outfits. Oh my god, woof. But unfortunately, they were cursed with matching outfits of the swag era, where you had Jackson in his haram pants that looked like he had a baby diaper on. You had uh, Jin Young with his, or Jay, Junior at the time. He was on his Junior because his name is JYP as well. That was terrible for him. Uh, we have Junior at the time with his Spock haircut and JB with his gray hair. I don't know what in the world was happening. I don't know why this was thought as to be an edgy thing, but it wasn't. But luckily, their faces are cute enough to get past it. You, I do agree that the video is not super like, wow, effective. And I feel so bad for the extras who had to stay there all day filming this one scene. And the way they set up the story is a little bit underwhelming because Nanya is supposed to be this girl also from the same school. She's unassuming. She's mousy. And then she finds JB's earring. After that, they don't ever interact Nothing. again. And, she, and yeah. then she's on, and she's on the side of the stage the whole time just confused and smiling and just staring in, in wonderment. Mm-hmm. And, no, and JB never gets his earring back. It's just... <laughs> okay there's no answer like honestly if there is a version of this where the story is fully fleshed out release the snyder cut release the snyder cut now because i need <laughs> to know what's happening um but yeah i mean 
it does what it needs to do. And I think at the time, had people not known about 2 p.m. because a substantial amount of time had passed and music had changed so much and you had all these Western-influenced members who spoke mm-hmm. English and all this crap like that, it was interesting to see them flipping and twirling and pointing at things that were typically like, oh, my God, is he moving his hips and gyrating? So, again, back to what you were saying, it was effective in terms of, like, them performing and them doing the flips. It was impressive at the time. So yeah. it definitely, like, you know, Mark doing a cork flip. Like, what? Oh, and, yeah. Like, what is that? Like, what? Oh, yeah. No, that was all very impressive. But at I the just, time, right? Chore- I mean, even now it's impressive. But, like, the oh, choreography no, true, but, like, in general, like, overall, I just don't think it's strong parts, enough though. to carry. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are the best yeah. parts. Like, the, the, the flipping and, you know, we'll talk about it later. Like, why the choreography kind of caught my attention. And mostly because of the flips and the tricking. But yeah, yeah, I mean, for the most part, again, release the Snyder Cut. Give us a full story. Yeah, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. All right. Uh. All right. Well, <laughs> our final player, Stray Kids, District 9. What do you think? Yes. Obviously, the budget and production value increased a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, this is crazy because God's haven't got treated like, you know, if this doesn't work out, at least we didn't spend that much money. That's what it felt like for God's sake. Oh. Yeah, for real. That or like a vehicle, the way Marvel's using um, their movies for vehicles for their girl groups. <laughs> They're like, hey, we have new girl group members, 16. Yeah, anyone? Benny Hoodle Doodle. I like this video. I like it in terms of like the story because it's fully fleshed out. But 2PM also had a fully fleshed story and their dance scenes and it all worked out. So I think 2PM and Stray Kids had the better like fleshed out videos for sure. Mm. Um, I even counted production quality because for me, I can give two craps if you made it with a, with a damn potato or if you made it with like a Sony, whatever kind of camera, I don't care. It's about like the full thing, right? And I think theirs is pretty good. I just feel like it's very typical. Um, at the time, the whole rebellious K-pop thing with the wearing all white, your you know your whole life's a simulation kind of thing, breaking out. Uh, uh, uh. BTS did it with Say No. Who else did it? Lucky One, EXO did it. Like, uh, okay, we get it. This one, I guess, was a little bit more geared toward the youth. Los jóvenes, you know, the young people. Like break out from this, become become a straight cat. I mean, a straight kid. <laughs> Whoopsie, become a straight kid. Break out from the system. You know, straight kids all over the world. I appreciate that them breaking out, and I like that they didn't copy the movie District Nine because that was more alien based. This one was was more like the dystopian thing that was really hot with like Hunger Games and crap like that. So mm. it was effective enough, like them trying to figure out how to survive in the real world, and them dancing and taking over and becoming a gaggle and gang of straight children i appreciate that i mean it was a fact i like the water scene though i think that's like probably my favorite one because i'm like dance wet work and yeah. dancing is always hard and they made it look really cool and i appreciate their effort for sure it looks cool. yeah that looked cool with the fire like the cars on fire and stuff in the background too <laughs> um yeah again i'm gonna preface the same thing it's so hard to compare this to the other two because it clearly uh, just has like 5x the budget of the other two so it's not very fair in that way i will say it's an entertaining video i do like the whole kind of prison break theme dystopian prison break theme um there is some really interesting imagery there this is where kind of you know k-pop also was becoming so extra where it's like you see one scene for like three seconds you never see it again it's like they probably spent a whole day filming that and they use it for those two seconds yeah (laughs) <laughs> but yeah some really cool shots like them all lined up against the wall was cool uh the bus scenes were cool like they all seem to be having a lot of fun i will yeah. say i just think the camera work was super shaky throughout the whole thing i get it because you know they're trying to just add to the or keep up with the end up please don't <laughs> add up to the <laughs> intensity 
of the song or or yeah. like or work with the intensity of the song but it's just too much like throughout like it was just a lot and i think the video at least right. i think you mentioned the song doesn't have a build because it kind of just starts at level 10 but the song i mean the video clearly has a story and so yeah i enjoyed it and then- yeah, it's hard for me to judge it against the other two because i feel like it's not oh. really fair oh I, I i i get where you're coming from for me i'm just like What's the fact? Story, dancing, good, go. <laughs> like, but so what wins for me? you then? Hmm. It's tough. I, I'm stuck between 2 p.m. and Stray Kids. Like, again, because they both have a story. They're both effective. But I feel like at the time, Stray Kids videos are super typical. I don't care what budget they have. That's it's fair. super typical, you know? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 2 p.m. Because for me, I just like the story was there. The personalities were there. The dancing was there. It, it does what it needs to do. It shows yeah. the power. And there's, like you said, with the choreography, the dancing. It shows mm-hmm. like their personalities and it, it, it fits the song. So it does all of the things for me. That's fair. So it's a close freaking second. I'll give them a close second just because of budget. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I appreciate that argument. Yeah. You, you know what? I'm going to stick with the same critique for <laughs> this full pop off where if I had to watch a video right now, which one would I choose to watch? Stay, uh, 2 p.m. for me. <laughs> and yeah, I would probably also choose 2 p.m. in that case. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, shoot. Oh, Out of these okay. three. Yeah. You surprised me. Okay. Nah. I mean, if I want to look at some really cute boys, uh, oh, I'll do I'll do God 7. But 2 p.m. got it. All right. Hey, we are at the middle of our pop-off. Kind of sort of middle of the pop-off. If you have made it this far, be sure to hit that subscribe button and join us and our CCTV crew for all these awesome conversations. We have so much fun content prepared for you all. And also, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, be sure to give us a follow and give us a nice little five-star rating. Love you, Kate. Round three. Starting with 2 p.m. with 10 out of 10. So I watched a lot of performances of this. So I watched the debut stages. I also watched a couple like tour performances and stuff through the years just to see how it progressed. And it didn't really. They kind of stayed very true to it kind of the entire time. Uh, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, but the vocals have improved for sure. Oh, my um, God. So I will first shout out the live vocals overall because, look, 2 p.m., we're never known as a whole yeah. as great singers, right? Yeah. Aside yeah. from maybe June K, right? Like, he's, like, amazing. Yeah. But I have to say, like, watching these, like, debut stages and stuff back, they were solid. Like, they did what they needed to do. They were on key. They sounded close to the record. You know, they did what they <laughs> needed to do. Gonna give some props there, because I think the problem was they debuted at a time when, like, the other idol groups were really good singers good, yeah so in comparison they were yeah yeah they just sounded like crap but honestly objectively looking back they actually yeah. were not bad so and they got better as i said no i agree it's just so funny though i think this choreography is very effective actually <laughs> it's very very fun like it goes along with what you we were saying with the song and the video like it's kind of silly they're not taking themselves too seriously um mm-hmm. but then you mix it with awesome awesome breakdancing moments and tricks and stuff like the intro or the outro it's like acrobats it's like <laughs> it's like there's so much with all the flips and the stuff <laughs> the floor stuff yeah. like it's just a lot but it's very yeah. very impressive like no normal person can do that right so um that kept it very very fun and the <laughs> point dance is fun like the the raise the roof situation very memorable <laughs> and allowed them to just perform to the cameras as well. Yeah. So yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed watching them perform it. He said, I thoroughly, this is 
let me just make this very clear. Even though I don't care for the no. song. I'm sorry. Teasing. I'm teasing. I'm totally teasing. But um, you know, I'm laughing because I just I just had flashbacks of the costumes and all this other stuff. Uh, and I thought about what you said about who was out at the time. Like literally Big Bang had come out with Haru Haru at the same time. Like there was no way these guys were gonna like <laughs> There was no way. And then Ihori was out and like Sandombi. Like it was like the 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 Avent. Is that the word I want to use here? But it was like the peak, like soloist time and like IU was out too. So it's like they were never like they can't hold up. But the effort was there. And I'm thinking about Chung Sub and his bun. It mm. is unshaved armpits. Like there's so many memories. It's just nowadays you cannot catch an idol without like nary a hair. Um <laughs> <laughs> and how unstyled they were. Like their hair would be cut. Yes. But like it wasn't like the gelled up permed to the gods. Yeah, they looked like thing. they just walked out of the street. I walked off the street. Yeah. Absolutely. If you have ever been to New York City, that's what these stages look like. Like just random passion. Go to Soho if you really want to see some crazy stuff. But anyway, I think about like their plaid costuming and it's just like wearing those clothes probably were cool at the time. But I can't imagine with what they were wearing, the skinny jeans, the type of sneakers, like the fabrics, everything like that, the chains, them being comfortable doing all these backhand springs, etc. Like Jinsu at one point was doing a backhand spring and his hood fell on his head. Yeah, it looked cool. But all it takes is for you to have that on your face and it's a broken neck. Jake Park having to do, or J-Bum at the time, having to do the b-boying. And I've seen him fumble it a couple times. You know, it's hard to sit there and do like, a, I don't know if it's called a needle. I don't know what it's called. But like, anyway, it's hard for him to sit there and do these b-boy moves within an eight count, especially if there are different levels. Because he has to, you know, I've seen him fall out of it. But kudos to him. Like, again, the outfit, the dancing, the performance were very much sign of the times. Like, they're out of breath, but at least you know that the, the the mics are on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And back to what you were saying about, you know, J-Bum being, like, the middle, the center, like, them focusing on him. It is so good that they did have that b-boying thing because you had Big Bang with Haru Haru. You were, what do you have? We have guys that can flip. Can they do mm-hmm. this? So at least they had that. Um, and you look at them perform, you can see their personalities. Again, the variety. You have the cute boy type, the hottie boy type, the cool boy types. So there was something for everyone to kind of like. And um, yeah, it, like you said, it's just nice to kind of see their progression. And yeah, watching them do it like now as like grown men, it's just hilarious. They have not changed it. It's just them in a sense of like their spirit. But I'm glad their music definitely got better. I just want to kind of add. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but add that in there. All right. All right. Player two got mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. What do you man. think? You know what? The swag era was real. You got Jackson doing the Dougie left and right. All these like oh my great trends. Yeah. <laughs> that man was getting ready to break his neck doing the Dougie every five seconds. Oh my God. You know, as a as a sister out here watching it at the time, I wasn't as annoyed. But now as a grown woman, a grown sister, I'm like, oh my God, please stop. Make it stop. Even the fashions. Like it's it's interesting because I think BTS was coming out or like was out and was kind of making a name for themselves. So everyone was wearing like the Bulls jersey, the red and black Bulls jersey, the HBA, Hood by Air stuff, a lot of like very quote unquote urban streetwear and oh my God, the snapbacks and the chains and the layering of the t-shirts and longer shirts, the harem pants. Woo boy, it was overwhelming. But the guys knew, like they are like quintessential millennial meme <laughs> in a group. And it was cool watching it at the time. But again, back to what I was saying about like the outfits and the choreo, them having to flip 
them having to slide on the floor and Jordans and things like that. Jordans are not dancer dancing friendly shoes. I've gotten stuck. <laughs> I've squeaked. <laughs> like they really handled what was given to them really well. And they mm-hmm. seemed believable because it was the trend at the time. Like Bam Bam to this day still dabs and it bothers me because like it's been dead for like 10 years, um, even though it hasn't been out that long. But he wore it out. But they were genuine and I appreciate it. And they were confident and I appreciate it. And again, you had the flip, so it was cool. But yeah, I don't have anything else to add. It's just, it's just, it's just confidence, flirtiness, and they were, it was solid. Nothing too crazy. Because we're going to get kind of like into like the, uh, we're already in the choreography section. Wow, let me forget we're in the choreography section. I do remember at the time, like there was a lot of like, remember Quest Crew from America's Best Dance Crew? Of course. You remember their like final performance with the piano where they pushed, I think, Steve over to do like a backflip over like four members? Like their final okay. performance. Like, there's, there's an assistant pushback, like either way. I remember watching these intro performances for Girl Girls Girls, and I remember being really annoyed that Got Seven choreographer stole the assisted push backflip because Mark barely kind of sort of landed it like seven out of ten times and I was like come on guys I get that they're supposed to be flipping and stuff like that but like they don't have to like copy people's choreography I think it's interesting that that JB their JB their J-bum was a b-boy as well so you have some moments like that in the choreography and also the choreography for Girls for Girls really risque like in the verses, not in the the chorus. Yeah, kind of, because you have like Jackson kind of pointing at his hips, but like JB talking about how many girls want him. Like they're flipping them shirt, their shirts and stuff like that. Them, <laughs> yes, some of the moves are like, you know. <laughs> but back to what you were saying, that like the point dance is not like amazing, but you know, it was effective because of who they are. Yeah, sorry that I was disjointed. Y'all had a mild brain fart. <laughs> yeah, that was like a very disjointed rant a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, like, what? I lost my place in my notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So it's interesting because this is like a clear part two of the 2 p.m. song. Like the brief is exactly the same. I'm it's crying. like keep it kind of silly, but have moments of confidence yeah. and like have all this, all these like tricks and, and flips and stuff yeah. kind of all yes. throughout it. So it's kind of, yeah, watching them back to back like that. I never thought of that before. But yeah, it's like literally the exact same brief. The reason I feel like this one's not as effective as the got as the two PM one, I think it just comes down to the song. I think I think the two PM song matches that idea where it's yeah. like it's these young guys that are confident and they're horny and you know like, but there is this like campiness to it. Like yeah. that you had mentioned to the song. So then when they do kind of these more silly kind of fun things in the choreography mixed with that stuff, it just it works, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the like cute fun stuff where they're like pointing at each other and stuff that doesn't match the song to me. Do you know what I mean? Like the song the is so. Parts? Yeah. Like because the song oh. is so confident. Uh-huh. And doesn't have that kind of silliness attached to it. Like like I said, it's literally just, I'm so hot, period. <laughs> Big dot. That's it. <laughs> got you, got yeah. you, got you. <laughs> and so then when they add that stuff to the performance, it just doesn't make sense musically for me. Uh-huh. I think is what it is. Uh-huh. I think they execute it well. Um, I think I said it as well in the video, like they perform really well. The facials are really, really good. Yeah, I agree. They did well with what they were given. I just don't think the musicality fully makes sense. I don't love the finger 
wagging and uh, like the like oh my gosh yeah like i don't know it's just okay fingers not super effective for me i don't know uh yeah vocally oh, yeah. they're good yeah i i mean they also sang live the whole time which is good oh my gosh you know yes. that, that was still the era at the time everyone would sing live so yeah i think the same with two as with 2 p.m like they were solid i think got seven also is not really known to be like really strong vocalists overall like as a group you know, like that's not something people really point to them for. But I think they sound good with what they have. And, and the choreography is athletic enough that it is impressive yeah. to sound good during it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's solid. I'd, I'd say it's solid. Yeah. Like, you know, decent yeah. stuff. <laughs> All right. The final player is Straight Kids with District 9. All right. Wow. This was the era of noise, like you mentioned. Um, the song is, uh, God, is intense and so is the choreography. <laughs> it's like super confrontational. I will say that it does fit in terms of like the lore of the song, what they're trying to say. We're rebellious, we're breaking out, there's straight kids all over the world, band together, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a rebel without a cause, but the cause yeah. is to be myself. Um, yeah, it fits. Uh, like it's very angsty, like, you know, run, we're slamming the hip hop. But but it, uh, that I will say it is a little bit tough in terms of like comparing. I thought it would be, but it's not. If I'm being fair in terms of like now you think about the timing of it, just in terms of musicality, because no one's b-boying in Stray Kids. No one can b-boy in Stray Kids. No one's doing yeah. backflips in Stray Kids, right? So they have those, the, the, the predecessors have those advantages. But what Stray Kids has is synchronicity. They are very tight. And I think that's what helps. Especially with the barrel turn. Barrel turns are not something you can kind of be like, ah, we're going to just kind of start to get that right. No, you have to be together. If one of you don't jump at the right time or one of you lands, weirdly it's just it just throws off the line uh the barrel turn is that jump that they do right before the chorus comes in and it's so impactful because by the time the chorus comes in with uh 10 singing it it looks a little bit more like explosive it splashes like it literally splashes so i appreciate that and like you said about like the prior groups the vocals weren't there but chan and wujin as like chorus you know we're holding the chorus down vocalist great the lead vocalist whose names escape me i'm so sorry i know one is sung min one is i n and the other ones I don't remember, but, or maybe I answer rapper. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. Stays, correct us nicely, please. But the vocalists all together, they were actually putting effort. From what I saw from the TV show as well, the TV show as well, they were really like singing. They could actually kind of hold notes, you know? And them having Felix, it's tough because he's not a typical vocalist. And a lot of them, Unfortunately, K-pop doesn't have harmonies where they can figure out how to work in a bass like that. But they figured it out. Make this guy a rapper, which is fine, a little typical, but I appreciate the effort. Give him a moment to shine. And it makes the group as a whole sound different. Because at the time, I remember everyone being super shocked that his, his, this like kid's voice sounded the way it did. Mm -hmm. so you had that shock, that shock value. You have the performance level. The quality was there. They don't have a point dance, and that's completely fine at this point because I think it was more about making a statement, like I mentioned. And I appreciate the teamwork, the chemistry's there. So overall, I think they have the best of what I wanted from GOT7 in terms of choreography quality and performance quality they have from 2PM. Because 2PM was very entertaining. I watched it, I'm like, I'm entertained. It's just a lot. <laughs> Overwhelmed, mm. but entertained. <laughs> yeah, the choreography is very, very sharp and high energy. Like sure. I've said before, 
Stray Kids are amazing performers. Like, mm-hmm. they are so good. And I agree with you. It really is, like, the synchronicity of it and just the dynamic of it. Like, they're really mm-hmm. good at hitting things super, super hard and coming out of them, like, really soft. Like, it's just really good just dance ability. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, again, that's hard to compare because, yeah, the quality of dance in general in K-pop has improved mm-hmm. a lot. Like, you have to be a really really good dancer to be in k-pop now like you can't yeah. be only okay i think overall the choreography is good i think there's uh-huh. some really cool moments in it especially all the the footwork in it oh, yes. and the yeah. floor work as well like when they do of course the like annoying noisy part is the coolest <laughs> the part, part like yeah, when they're the on the floor and stuff you yeah. know and then the footwork and everything and i like how they do slow down the choreo sometimes uh-huh. To add to that build and dynamic that, as we said, is kind of missing from the song itself. Uh, so I uh. think they did do a good job of that. That being said, though, they do so much better now. Yeah. The car is so much better now. So looking at it that way, this was only okay. Mm. You know, I do wish there was a point dance. Like, I feel like every K-pop dance should have a point dance. We've gotten used to it. Yeah. And I think it helps with the memory of the song. Mm-hmm. Did this performance make me like the song more, though? Yes. Mm-hmm. But do I want to watch it all the time? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I agree. I agree in that aspect. So I'm not sure if my my choice is going to be surprising at all. But mm. I think I'm going to give it to 2 p.m. in terms of not even just for nostalgia. Just for back to what I was saying before. Again, just give me what I want. There's athleticism. There's personality. Unfortunately, with Stray Kids, it's just a lot of just dance team. And I'm trying to think of like, it's just, is, is that enough for me to be like, they should take their round? I'm not sure. But for me, I feel like 2 p.m. is not bad. The choreography, the quality is not like as like intricate, but they weren't terrible. Performance wise, they weren't terrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, Straight Kids kind of got like a lot of dance team motion. So I feel like as impressive as it is, being impressive isn't memorable. People still cover 10 out of 10, right? I can't see someone trying to attempt this. I would love to learn this just for the sake of athletic, as a dancer, athletic, just, can I do this? Can I, do I still have it? Am I washed up? That's not a good enough reason for me to give it a winner, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a great choreography. I think it's, again, close second. I think it's really cool. I like it. It's fun. But I think 2 p.m. in terms of performance, being memorable. (laughs) Yeah, I think 2 p.m. What about you? (laughs) First off, I just want to know, we do know that members of Stray Kids can do flips and stuff. Don't come for us for that. That's not what Shan meant. She just meant in this performance. Why Before so anyone tries to defend and say, what are you talking about? Straight kids can do all the stuff. Like, we know. They just didn't yes. do it in the choreography for this song. Yes. Okay. Yes. My winner oh. is... Yeah, you know what? I'll give it to 2 p.m. again, too. What? Same criteria. If I had to watch one right now, I would watch one of the one of theirs. Mm. You know? Yeah. It was just the yeah. most interesting one out of the three. Whoopsie! Well, yeah. I mean... Listen, if you are a stay, once again, do not take anything personally. It's never been that deep. It's just music. It's just boys. And it's just K-pop. It's all meant for fun. But yeah, we're going to pick an ultimate winner <clears throat> overall. So just, you know, again, if you're still here, stays. Be kind <laughs> in those comments. No, because people have to try to drag us. I'm like, listen, we're too old to be worried about this. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So that being said, be nice and let us know your winners for each category. Even if you're not a stay, if you're a hottest. Or if you're an Agase, let us know in the comments below in a kind way. No, none of those JYP wars. 
Uh, let us know what your favorites are in each category. Um, Chris, have you decided your ultimate winner? Um, yes, altogether? I will give it to 2 p.m. How about you? Same, I'm going to give it to 2 p.m. I feel like they won majority, majority of yeah. the girls two for me too. So yeah, yeah. that's took one round. I'll give it to them. <laughs> they took one round. <laughs> I gave three kids one round as well. Yeah, so this was an interesting topic to do. For sure. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, at least for me, like, I'm not a huge fan of any of these songs, but of course, the, both of us are big fans of all three of uh-huh. these groups now. Um, and so they all improved a lot. So it was fun going back. But yeah, sorry, not for me, not a huge fan of any of these That's songs. hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's funny because the debut era is so rough. And I feel like if any fan goes, how could you say that you are blind? And that's the problem with K-pop, like a lot of blind fandom. Like you have to understand, like when you start out, it's going to be rough. Like even my first song, I'm like, it's cute, but it's not as good as like one of my recent songs on my album. You know what I'm Unless saying? Unless like, you're shiny. <laughs> yeah yeah or itsy apparently because itsy was kicking behind yeah but um, let us know what we should do next for another pop-off like should we do the jyp girl groups or we I can do that. a different company oh yeah or true. we can do just one artist and just do like their first three singles or something oh yeah um, we're very open so let us know what yes. you want and if you join <laughs> our crew on patreon you get priority choice so come join at patreon.com slash pops. And of course, you can message us at CCTV Pops on all social media as well. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications for our YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the show on a podcast platform, please give us a follow, rating, and review. Until next time, that's Shan. That's Chris. Signing off from CCTV, the nonstop pop show. Bye.